Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride twice over, Leslie King, who was married in 1994 at the Yacht Club Gazebo and had a Disney vow renewal in 2014. I thought you guys would love to hear how she originally decided to have a Disney wedding and how she loved it so much that she came back for her vow renewal. So welcome, Leslie. Thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be here. Well, thanks so much for being on the show today. This is just fascinating to me. I'd love to know, originally, back in 1994, how did you decide you wanted to get married at Walt Disney World? Well, we are both pretty big Disney fans my entire life. I have been a Disney fan. My kindergarten picture, I'm wearing a Mickey Mouse scarf. My mom sang Disney music to me my entire life. So when we got engaged and started exploring where we might want to get married, we thought, well, let's see if that's even a possibility. And we'd been to Disney World together as a couple on vacation a few times. And Craig had been a Disney fan, but I think I've turned him into an Uber fan. And so when we found that it was most decidedly a possibility, it was a no-brainer for us to have our ceremony there. Did they have different packages then, or was it pretty much one thing where you just had the ceremony and the cake at the ceremony site? If I recall, I think it was either you were having a big wedding or you were having a small wedding was kind of the distinction. So if you were having a big to-do, you know, you could have a reception. It would be much more involved. We opted to do just a small wedding. There were 12 of us, including Craig and myself, parents and grandparents and siblings. And then we did some um, family reception events once we got home. But in terms of having people travel, we just had the 12 of us and it was perfect. That's great. And how did you choose the Yacht Club? It's kind of funny because it's so long ago. I don't remember what our other options were, but we just loved the Beach Club and Yacht Club area. And so we decided to stay at Beach Club and have this ceremony that was one of our locations. Seabreeze Point wasn't built yet. Boardwalk was actually under construction at that time. So that tells you how long ago it was. And we went and took a look at the gazebo and fell in love with it. That's amazing. What did you guys do after the ceremony? We had our ceremony and then right at the site where the gazebo is, we had cake and champagne. We had a string quartet and we had five characters. We had Mickey and Minnie and Pooh Bear, Tigger and Eeyore. Wow, that is really rare because you can't get those characters today. (laughs) (laughs) In our family, the My two brothers and I have the nicknames Pooh Bear, Tigger, and Eeyore, so that was fitting. And then, of course, Mickey and Minnie are just classic. Oh, that's awesome. And did you guys go out for a meal afterwards or go play in the parks? We went to the Yachtsman Steakhouse right there in Yacht Club and had all 12 of us had a meal together. And then everyone kind of went and did their own thing. Craig and I went to the park. 
people sort of scattered. And then we came back together later in the evening because it was New Year's Eve. And so we watched the fireworks all together from Beach Club. That's wonderful. Now, since you had your wedding 20 years ago, or a little over 20 years ago, I have to ask, how long was it that people were still talking about how awesome your wedding was? (laughs) They still talk about it. Um, (laughs) My grandma is almost 90, and she still talks about getting to dance with Eeyore in the gazebo. So it is a lifelong memory. Oh, that's wonderful. So then how did you guys decide that you wanted to have your 20th anniversary vow renewal at Disney as well? Well, if I'm being perfectly honest, In 1995, about six or seven months after we got married, the wedding pavilion opened, and I had just been admiring it, you know, for the past 20 years. And so when it came time for our 20th anniversary, we thought, well, what are we going to do? Should we take a trip? What should we do? And we decided, oh, let's renew our vows, and we'll see if we could do something smallish at the wedding pavilion. We weren't sure how things had changed. Obviously, the Disney fairytale weddings department had grown so drastically and they do hundreds and hundreds and hundreds more weddings a year now than they did back then so we weren't sure what our options were but once we just sort of sent an inquisitory sort of email they were so wonderful and answered every question we had and we thought this is the way to go we're going to do it at the wedding pavilion this time oh that's great and so did you have an escape event this time we did a wishes event And what we loved is when we sent our initial email to ask some questions, we said who our planner had been 20 years ago. And it turns out she's still involved with Disney Fairytale Weddings all these years later. She's in more of a managerial position now, but she sent us an email back. So it was wonderful to touch base with her again. And then we got assigned our planner for this time, but still kept in touch with the first planner and decided wishes was going to be the package for us. That's great. So how did you choose the reception venue to go with the wedding pavilion for your ceremony? When we met with our planner for the first time, we had Jamie as our planner. She talked about all the different options we had. And because we were interested in keeping it geographically close to the wedding pavilion, Whitehall room and patio seemed to be a good fit. It had the indoor-outdoor sort of option that was going to work well for what we wanted to do in our time frame. And so it just seemed to be a good match. That's great. And then how did your friends and family react when they found out you were having a vow renewal and it was going to be back at Disney? They were very excited. And interestingly enough, so this time there were 24 of us. And of the 24, Craig's parents, my parents, and my two brothers were the only repeaters, if you if you know what I mean. <laughs> from the people who attended the first time. And so it was nice to have people who had never been to Disney World before take part in, you know, attending our ceremony and our reception. And also my family, who are huge Disney fans, to be able to experience it in a magical way once again. That's wonderful. Now, I like to find out how many people you invited and how many made the trip, because sometimes, especially with a destination wedding, it can be tricky to figure out how many people are actually going to come to this thing. Yes, that's very true. I think we invited 36 and we had 24. We had 36, including ourselves on our original list, and we ended up with 24 people there. And are they located all around the country or are most of them on one coast or the other? Most of them are on the East Coast. So the traveling wasn't too terrible. My 
Um, mother-in-law and father-in-law actually live up in Canada, so they traveled the furthest. Wow, that's great. So did you have a theme this time around or do things that you were thinking, oh, I wish I could have done this the first time? Or how did you plan the vow renewal this time around? I will tell you, the first time we were not able to get the coach. And I'm not sure, thinking back, if that was because we were doing a small event, which is possible. I don't think it was as readily available back then, but I'm not sure about that. But I had sort of been coveting the coach all of these years. (laughs) And so I knew I wanted, if it was available, to be able to take a ride in Cinderella's coach. So when we met with Jamie, she was asking about dates. And our wedding date is December 31st. But I told her I was flexible. We were going to be there for the entire week, that it was most important for me to be able to have the ceremony at the wedding pavilion and be able to have the coach. And I was willing to be flexible on the dates in terms of the renewal. So we actually ended up renewing our vows on December 30th, one day shy of our official 20th anniversary, because that's when the wedding pavilion and the coach were both available. And so aside from that Cinderella sort of aspect with the coach, our theme was really from the movie up because we relate to the characters of Carl and Ellie And so we had lots of balloons. We wanted it to be fun. This was just a celebration. This was not, you know, a stuffy event. This was just family and friends getting together, celebrating how wonderful life can be. That's great. Can you talk a little bit about what you did for your vows? Because I think these tend to stump people the first time around. And then I know for my own vow renewal, the second time around, it was like, what do I say this time? True. We put in a lot of little funny jokes. I would say that they were much more fun when we got married. The first time, you know, was a very serious sort of traditional series of vows, which, of course, are wonderful and meaningful, and we love them. But this time, this was for fun. And so we had Dr. Seuss references and Harry Potter references and Arrested Development and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, all these little jokes that we've had over the course of our relationship that we worked into our vows. And it really made it fun. It had our guests laughing and crying. And we were laughing and crying during the whole thing. It was hard to get through them, because they had a gravity to them that I don't think I appreciated when I was getting married at 21, and being 41 and having 20 years of married life under my belt. The words that I was saying were extremely emotional, even though I did cry the first time as well. It really meant a lot to me this time. So it was hard to write them. But once we sort of agreed, this is going to be a fun event, we're not going to be too serious about things. It just happened. It was great. That's wonderful. The other question I see a lot from women who are having vow renewals is, do I wear another wedding dress or will it be weird? And usually we all tell her, no, wear whatever you want. You know, it doesn't matter. It's your day. You can be a princess. What was your thinking on that? That's a great question. I decided the first time I had a very traditional gown with long sleeves and the veil and whatnot. And this time, again, we were all about fun. Craig didn't wear tucks. He wore a suit. And I wore a white tulle skirt and a black top. And both of us wore Converse shoes. Mine were rainbow dyed that I um, had someone make for me on Etsy. And it was all about fun. And so we kept the, the dress casual. We told our guests to dress casually because we just wanted people to have a good time. I will say my two brothers, who were 11 and 12 when we got married, and they were the two who stood up with us at that time, 
they wore tuxes back in the day when we got married and they surprised us at our vow renewal. And not only did they wear tuxes, but they had found the same cummerbund and bow tie that had Mickey Mouse and music notes on it that they had worn 20 years earlier. They found them on eBay (laughs) and wore them again and surprised us the day of the wedding. So that was a fantastic surprise. That is awesome. (laughs) At first, I thought you were going to say they wore the exact Texas and they were like, too short, too tight. (laughs) That also would have been funny. (laughs) (laughs) So did you then have more casual reception? Did you have a DJ and dancing? Or what did you do to keep that feel throughout the whole day? So we had our cocktail hour or whatnot was out on the patio and just food and lots of balloons and colors and whatnot. Um, My flowers that I chose were rainbow roses, sort of to go with the multicolored balloons that were everywhere, just these huge colored balloons. And then inside the Whitehall room itself, Our tablecloths were black and all the napkins were rainbow colored going around the table. So sort of that fun, colorful theme was continued. We did have a DJ. We had Steve Dunlap, who was phenomenal. But in addition to him, we had Scotty Kilwine from Jelly Rolls, which was my number two item on my wish list for this vow renewal. And we had to wait several months to find out if we were going to get him. And when we did, it was one of the happiest days of my life. And he was phenomenal, entertaining during dinner, singing, getting the crowd to sing along with him. It was just fantastic. A dream come true. That is a really good tip because people don't know sometimes that you can get entertainers from around the resort. I know of one couple who had Yeehaw Bob at their <laughs> their reception. And, you know, it's really the sky is the limit with Disney. So if you have a tradition like going to Jelly Rolls or something, there are ways to incorporate that. Yes, absolutely. Can you give me a rough timeline of how the vow renewal day ran? Our ceremony was at 2.30, and so I think we got picked up at about 1.30 and went and did some photos at Grand Floridian with family, and then a lot of people were staying at Port Orleans French Quarter, so we had a limo go and pick up our friends who had traveled to join us. They came over to the wedding pavilion between 2 and 2.15, and then our ceremony started at 2.30. After the ceremony, Craig and I... We're so fortunate to be able to ride in that beautiful coach. Our family and friends traveled right over to Whitehall um, once we did our exit from the wedding pavilion. And they started in on the cocktail hour at about 3.30. Craig and I, again, got to enjoy the coach for a little while and drove past the, the you know wonderful Richard who tipped his hat at us. And <laughs> he's just phenomenal. And so we arrived at the... Grand Learning Convention Center probably about four o'clock and got to enjoy some cocktail hour and whatnot before our reception time officially started at 4.30 um, and that ran until 8.30. And did you incorporate fireworks into the day? We did. We had, well, we were able to view wishes from the patio and we had the soundtrack piped in, which was wonderful so that our guests could stand outside with us and it was December 30th so they had you know the really good fireworks going on and to hear the music right there and just be there with friends and family it was really a a magical moment. That's a really great thing that you were able to take advantage of the special fireworks 
you know, I do see questions a lot from people who say, how much of the fireworks can you see from Whitehall Patio? Did you guys feel like you got enough of a show? We could see enough. Obviously, it's not the same as standing in a prime spot on Main Street or on the Polynesian Beach, but it was enough. And having the music there and the sense of privacy you have on the patio when it was just you know, our family and friends with us, I think that compensated for maybe not being, you know, you can't see anything low in the sky that's near the castle or whatnot, but I think that more than made up for it. That's a great point. So can you share your favorite memory of your wedding and then your favorite memory of your vow renewal? My favorite memory of my wedding when, again, I was 21. We had been dating for about six years, but I was still very young. And when my dad was walking me down the aisle at the Yacht Club gazebo, I obviously was rushing. And he was pulling back on my arm. And he just said, slow, slow. And I feel like not only was that great advice for that day, walking down the aisle and to soak in every moment, but that's really good life advice. <laughs> so I think to myself often, slow, slow, when things are you know, feeling like they're spinning out of control or I'm stressed or whatnot. In terms of the vow renewal, I would say when we were, once again, pronounced husband and wife, and we started our recessional, we didn't know what music they were going to play because we wanted the theme, the married life theme from up for when we were walking in, which was beautiful and absolute perfection. But we didn't know what they were going to play. We, we knew it was going to be a Disney medley. So we had come down the stairs and everyone was clapping and it dawned on us that it was Bro Down, the theme from the Main Street Electrical Parade. And both <laughs> of us looked at each other and just wide-eyed, like we could not believe this song was being played for our recessional. And it was just this little moment between Craig and I, and it was absolutely wonderful. <laughs> That's a great story. So with either the wedding or the vow renewal, was there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? Well, the day of our vow renewal, the weather was not very cooperative. It was rainy. It was cloudy. I would have really preferred a bright, sunny day. But other than that, what I loved both times and really what I loved the first time, which made me absolutely choose Disney Fairytale Weddings for our vow renewal, was that everything was handled for us. It was so low stress. I didn't worry about anything. I knew every detail was going to be covered. And that happened when we got married, even though it was a small event. We were living in Canada at the time, so the distance was a bit of an issue. And we were both still in school, and they just took care of everything. And so I was hoping to have that experience again, and I did. Jamie just handled every little detail, and things went off without a hitch. Because of the weather, I have long, thick curly hair and I had a fishtail braid and by the time I'd been dancing for a couple hours and the euphoria of the day it was too much and it was frizzy and I just wanted it out of my face but of course I didn't have a hair elastic because why would I have one <laughs> and I was in a little bit of a panic about what I was going to do and we had Dean as one of our photographers and we just adore him to pieces and he came over and we were chatting and I said oh I don't have an elastic I was thinking of taking a piece of tulle off my skirt. And he said, oh, I have a knife. And so he cut my skirt for me <laughs> and we used it as a ribbon to tie up my hair. And it was wonderful. So the hair maybe went a little bit wrong because just the humidity in the air and the, the style I had chosen, but it turned out great. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Is there anything you would have done differently or perhaps advice you would have for your younger self now based on having had your vow renewal? Hmm. That's a very good question. If I were doing it over, I would want to try and invite more people the first time, even if they couldn't come. Like we kept it small because we were held to like a maximum headcount for the package we had. But thinking back, I wish we'd had more people there to experience it with us because it's just such a wonderful memory. And it's not the same when you show people pictures. The flip side of that is it was so perfect because it was small. I wasn't worried about keeping, you know, 50 or 100 people happy. It was just our closest family there with us, you know, to kickstart our marriage. So it's kind of a double-edged sword or catch-22, but I mean, that's really all I can think of. That's great, though. And then do you have any tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms or people who might be considering a vow renewal? I would say trust your planner, but be clear about what you would like because they can't make the magic happen if they don't know what you're envisioning for yourself. And so, you know, I just kept saying fun, up, balloons, travel. Every conversation I had with Jamie involved, you know, color and balloons and whatnot. And I kept reiterating that over the course of, you know, the year that I I spoke with her. So you having an idea of what you really want and you knowing what's important and what isn't important, what you're willing to compromise on, We already had our date of New Year's Eve, so I wasn't concerned about our vow renewal being on that date, and I could be flexible. I didn't want to compromise on the wedding pavilion because I'd been just drooling over it for almost 20 years. Mm. So knowing what you want and what you're willing to let go of, I think is very important going in because there are just so many options. We did a welcome dinner for our family and friends at the attic the night before. I had never even heard of the attic. And it was only because Jamie brought it up because I had said, I would love to do something the night before. If I hadn't said that, I still wouldn't know what the attic was. Just really communicating what you're looking for, what you'd like to share with your guests and what experiences you would like them to have, I think is really important. That's great advice. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of either of your days? I do have a blog. It's just a personal blog, but I do have all of the vow renewal details there. And my blog's name is The Log Dog Blog because I have dachshunds, and so they're like little log dogs. So it's just thelogdogblog.com, and one of my tags or labels is fairy tale wedding. And my there's story, the stories are there and the pictures are there. Leslie, thank you so much for being on the show today to share the story of your two spectacular Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings event at Walt Disney World. I think you've offered a lot of great advice, especially with the perspective of 20 years on your wedding and then getting to celebrate again for your vow renewal. And I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Carrie. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com.